Welcome to episode 27 of the Worship is Life podcast, where worship equals relationship and relationship is the purpose of life. I'm your producer, Taylor Marshall, and today's guest is Goose, the drummer. And here's your host, Todd Marshall. Thank you, Taylor. Great to be with you today. Good and to be here. Yeah, so excited about our interview with Goose today Very and uh, talking uh, relationship in business. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, tell our listeners just a couple updates about your music. Lots of updates. Lots of big things. We're going to save a couple for a little bit later in the show, but one exciting thing, um, if you haven't heard Jumping In yet, it's available on all platforms and we've been doing it. Uh, well, I can't tell you that part. We'll tell you later. Um, but but also a new song, two Christmas songs coming out this right. fall still. Two Christmas songs, one coming out in October, uh, one coming out in November. The October one, is it's fun because it's, like it's a Christmas worship song. And nice. um, I'm really excited about how how that's turning out. There's exciting things ahead for that song. And then um, the one I, I, I'm really excited about, uh, two years ago I released the cover of The Christmas Song. And it's a really pretty pretty cover um, and had a bunch of good friends on it, including Goose, ironically. And um, and that is still, is still out there and available. And now I'm kind of adding to my Christmas arsenal. So in November on Black... Friday comes out um, my first original Christmas pop song. And if there's any Tori Kelly fans, it'll be like a Tori Kelly style <laughs> upbeat r- full band. Really, really, really excited about it. So you're doing those kind of vocal runs and stuff? Well, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't ever refer to it as Tori Kelly style ever again. Maybe I should, that was a mistake. <laughs> but I'm impressed. I'm glad that you know that about Tori Kelly. That's good news. Anyways, exciting stuff coming up. Uh, and and just beginning to dream about what 2023 looks like for releasing new music, and I can't say anything about that because it's top secret, but it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and also I want our listeners to know that we are dedicating mm-hmm. this episode to your uncle, uncle my Sean. brother, Sean. Mm-hmm. So he just passed away on Sunday, and uh, we'll be traveling out as a family in a couple of weeks to the Black Hills yeah. to gather with family and friends to um, celebrate his life and just uh, support each other. Yeah, I've so. got so many good memories of him. I was looking through my text with him and yeah. he just kind of always, my favorite thing about Uncle Sean is he had this just like, I don't, it's just like kind of this like dumb little low laugh that's hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, that's the best way I can describe his personality. It's like yeah. he's one of those people I'd laugh Anything he'd say would make me laugh because he'd start smiling and giggling after everything yeah. you would say that he. And, anyways, it's just such a sweet guy, and we're gonna miss him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we are gonna have a great conversation here um, with our friend Goose, the drummer, and uh, Taylor. You go back uh, a little ways and have quite a bit of history with Goose. Lots so of history. Tell us the story. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe I should first welcome him. <laughs> Goose, the drummer, welcome to the Worship is Life oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the we're honk. just going to dive in the here. Honk. The honk. Come on like, in, should I speak man. English or Goose here? Yeah, exactly. The water, Glad water, to be here. Happy to have you, man. So fun. We were just thinking about guests to have on this podcast. I was like, we got to have Goose. I mean, Goose is one of my really, really, really good friends. We travel. We've been traveling together. I don't actually, I, I try to tell people because I tell people about you like all the time. I don't remember when we started kind of, I mean, 2020, we, we actually, uh, really connected in January of 2020. And mm-hmm. I remember that event, um, we did with Steph and that was because 
I had just launched out to do music full time. That was my first event bef- right before COVID hit. Yeah. And we happened to be doing it together. Yep. And I remember, I mean, we'd met at North Central and been friends kind of briefly, but then, but then that was like the first couple months of 2020, we had like eight or nine events in two or three months and we, we were in a part of both of them. I think I only asked you to do like one or two of that. I think we just happened yeah. to be in the same room all the time. You were just showing up yeah, at every exactly. event and, and you were like, always on a different instrument too. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, you're the guitarist this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing bass? You're singing this yeah, week? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was hilarious because I, yeah, I remember just you... Uh, we just, I would be hanging out with you at an event and then I'd be like, Oh, I got this thing coming up. You're like, no way. Me too. <laughs> and then at that event, we happened to be like in a hot tub because we we're staying in a hotel together and, and with, with the group and we just got talking real life. I was like, wow, like, this is great. This is a good time. And he's like, we should do more stuff together. And then, and then out of that was like, Hey, would you ever want to write together? And I remember you saying, well, I kind of only write pop music. And I was like, well, that's different. I've never done that before, but I've kind of always wanted to scratch that itch, but never had a reason to. And so we, we did. And in a couple days, uh, this is super fun. Um, the title track for our podcast, Never Leave the Room, was created. And I remember us starting with the writing process and I learned so much from you, so much from you in that, in that process where, where you were producing as we were going. Like it wasn't just like, let's sit down with an acoustic guitar and write. It was sitting in, at your studio desk, um, producing this song and, and it was turning into, and you were just like, you want me to just kind of mix and master this and we can have a fun project. And I was like, that'd be great. And then I remember sending it to a couple really trusted friends of mine and engineers. And I was like, is this like good enough to release? And they're like, you have to release this. This is so pro. Who did this? I was like, goose. They're like, no way. So I didn't know that you could do what, what, so much of what you're good at at that point. And it's just been fun. I mean, we've done so much since then. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's been such a ride. It's been a crazy ride. So that was, I don't know when we would have started Never Leave the Room, but I would have guessed maybe mid 2020. That sounds right. Because yep. I mean, yeah, it, it kind of like the the COVID quarantine thing. I mean, it wasn't a, written about quarantine, but the irony of never leave the room if you're stuck in quarantine. Was totally from I remember yeah. <laughs> I was quarantined when we released the music video for it. We have a music video, lyric video for it that we're both in and your light up drums, which we'll talk about more and all that stuff. And I remember posting it saying, currently quarantined <laughs> and I can't leave the room, watch this video. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's just been a blast. We We toured last year. Uh, you and I, just the two of us, just the two of us. And (laughs) it's crazy because I, I remember starting to do some music stuff and, and trying to do the, the, the one man band thing and, and not having much fun and wanting to do stuff with a drummer. And you and I had then produced at that point, never leave the room, better off this way. What you going to do? I think maybe. Mm -hmm. And, but we had never done that together. And I was like, dude, do you want to try this? And so do you want to just explain for our listeners what that tour kind of looked like, the two of us? And- yeah. Um, so Taylor and I both with some production skills and yeah. obsession with lighting oh, yeah. <laughs> and Huge just hobbies. like production in general, mm-hmm. all the behind the scenes prep, uh, kind of dreamed up a two man show and full lights automated, yeah. like video um, elements going at the same time, uh-huh. running tracks at the same time. So anything we're not playing, um, we can still sound like a full band, right. throw it in the tracks and we're both producers so like most of the songs we had written and produced ourselves so we're like using our own tracks we made so so fun um built i think it was 12 songs or something yeah show like an hour-long show so much Um, i mean i tell people we spent 40 hours on just programming the lights lights yeah yeah crazy and what and what's so much fun is is 
I would like, you're like a perfect drummer. Like you just like don't miss. So I mean, well, we, would, we would program the show and then I would get to enjoy playing multiple different instruments. And then you would just be like absolutely crushing the drums. And tell us a little bit about the light up drum kit if nobody's seen it. Yeah. Um, I saw, I first came across a light up drum kit uh, from Steve Gould. Like they yeah. call it the glow kit. What a guy. It's like this total mind blowing. Mm -hmm. The first one I ever saw. And I, it's the first as of my knowledge that in existence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and it's this white, like translucent acrylic that's it's partially see-through so that glow. And I saw that and I'm like, I want that, but sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> and totally. so I got one that was white sparkle fleck sprayed on the interior. Yeah. Um, also by Risen Drums. Risen now Drums. Franklin Drum. Franklin Drums. So, wow. Cool. Um, yeah. And it's been amazing. I fell in love with lighting and yeah. putting LED strip. You can put LED strip on anything and automate it. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. And it's slick, man. I've seen it in shows. I've seen your videos. And, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got to definitely check them out. Yeah. Uh, at Goose the Drummer, GooseTheDrummer.com. It's the coolest because yeah. it's because because you were doing light up drum covers mm -hmm. and then the, the genius of you programming all those lights, I was like, well, if I bought some light fixtures could we just also program those and you were like that's what this is meant for of course we can i was like well that's amazing so then i started buying light fixtures and now our show is your drum kit glowing up to the beat with all of the lights it's just yeah. like such a blast yeah. and there's exciting stuff ahead if you've never been to a show you got to come yeah, um for sure. yeah, Goose, before we move on tell us a little bit about you and your family and where you grew up Yes, I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Go Packers! Hey shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, right. Shameless in my plug. blood. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and when I was eighteen, um, decided to go to NCU at uh, in Minneapolis, and yep. it's pursued music business there um, in performance. And from there, it's kind of been um, just a crazy ride of mm -hmm. uh, music in all sorts of places. My mm -hmm. family. I have a older sister, three years older than me. I'm 29 currently, so. Um, she's 32 in Rochester and mm -hmm. have a 33 year old brother in California. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my parents. So, and you've got one been, niece. Yes, I do have, I too. What? Actually. Oh yeah. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yep. One newer niece. Madeline and Greta. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. They are so, sweet. so adorable. They're both under. I forgot about that. So, That's yeah. crazy. Oh my goodness. They are so, what? so sweet. So That's fun. awesome. And. Yeah. Congratulations on your recent marriage to Tessa. Tessa, yes. yeah. tell us about that. Total highlight of my life right now. Yeah. Um, she's amazing. We got married uh, August fifth, and yeah, you did. Been a dream, and then just a few weeks ago, we honeymoon. So yeah, um, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't. It's amazing. It. Yep. <laughs> wow. Which yeah, man. What a cool season. Because I knew you pre Tessa. Mm -hmm. And then dating Tessa and engaged. And then mm -hmm. I DJ'd your wedding. Come you on. Did. It was a good time. <laughs> we had a blast. It was it was a party of a day. It was a perfect day, really, actually. We, the yeah, weather we were was really awesome. Fortunate. The the whole thing was absolutely beautiful. Take my word for it. It was great. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So good. Well, before we segue into relationship and business, let's just circle back to Goose the Drummer because there's, you know, I mean, the whole interview honestly could be about Goose the Drummer. I'm serious. But let's just, uh, let's just uh, tell listeners just about a few more of the experiences and, and uh, even the concert a couple of weeks ago. Well, with the, with the, with the, um, the light up, I want to go back to the light up drums. Yeah. Cause like, I think you have like something that's like a rarity in the world and you're doing it so well. And seriously, you guys, like one of the coolest YouTube channels or TikTok channels you can find is his channel. Like he'll, he'll do on YouTube full YouTube covers of songs, uh, with all the light up drums, but then also like 
TikTok like shortened versions of that and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you told us about you built that, but bring us back to like why you built it and then what you did with that right away and everything. Yeah. Um, some opportunities, uh, started arising. I, or Goose the drummer kind of started from playing at church Uh (laughs) and then, um, and teaching drum lessons. And yes. like, I kind of want to make this a formal thing. Yep. Um, cause it, now it's like my business, my living. Right. Um, and I knew some future opportunities would be, would stem off of having a portfolio. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what, what cool, unique niche kind of content can I make mm-hmm. that would kind of separate me from the rest or, mm-hmm. or be my, my own thing yeah, <laughs> that no one can kind of right. like compare me to someone mm-hmm. else. So, um, landed on, something that I was really proud of and thought was really cool and mm-hmm. fun to do. So the light up drum covers have been kind of my niche thing and yeah, um, running with those. And that's led to some really fun opportunities, including playing with you. And yeah. Yeah. Well, well being I able mean, to share that in a live experience. Absolutely. And so you built the kit just in time for the big owl city tour. Yeah. So that talk was, to us that a little bit the about biggest, that. Yeah. So, um, got asked to play for, drums for a cinematic tour for Owl City in 2018 so to cool. 2019. Yeah. It's still surreal. Yeah. I still like, can't believe it. And yeah. now a big part of, or I got asked first and then I was like, holy crap. Yeah. This is awesome. This, this is, is my chance deal. to get my dream kit. So I bought the drums actually after I got asked. Right. And just wanted to make myself indispensable and yeah. bring as much you absolutely you know, to it as so I could. Cool. Be re- like make it as special as I could. Mm-hmm. And in choosing a drum kit, my first question was well, like, what, what do I want it to look like? Mm-hmm. And I literally just couldn't decide. I had all these options. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to do all of them <laughs> with this kit so that I can make right. anything I want right. at any time I want. So um, that's where I kind of had the idea. And I knew about the glow kit and I wanted one um, a little more glammed up. Yeah. <laughs> and, so and then you just like drew up the plans and, and did yep, it yourself. Got the sizes I wanted. It's amazing. Um, Risen drums crushed it. And uh, that, yeah, that's, that's so then got to cool. Take, then got to take them on tour and they yeah. automated the lights for them. I didn't even have to program. That was a blessing. And you, that was a world tour. That wasn't just in the yeah. States. I yeah. mean, drop a couple countries that you were on. Uh, that Japan, Korea, China. Wow. It was, it was unreal. And that's so cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll never be the same. I know. We've trip. talked a lot so about that tour and like, yeah, just so fun. Even as we're working on songs, like you're like you've you've gleaned so much from like working with Adam and doing from I mean, what a what mm-hmm. a crazy. So I'm just cool curious. Thing. Did you have so that's a big deal? So did you have other opportunities where their doors open and you just chose not to walk through them, or how did all that work? Like post Owl City tour, yeah. you're saying like yeah, because that is a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the hardest thing about it, uh, and I was in kind of I was in a band at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. and they, we were hitting that point where the, like the band was getting really serious. And, um, that was one of the hardest decisions, um, like career wise for me to ever make, Mm -hmm. um, of meaning leaving the band to go to the, it was one or the other. Yeah. Um, cause dropping your whole life for three months is really a really difficult thing to do and then be able to pick it up after and not guaranteed anything after, you know, so um, that came along with that. It's just a part of life, mm-hmm. like choosing priorities. You can't mm-hmm. do, can't do swim team and yeah. drum line. Right, <laughs> it right, was the same right. thing in high school. Yeah. So, right. Um, well, I, I, yeah, I chose to do the, the owl city thing and yeah. a lot of freelance stuff. So that was hard too. I was in some other groups too. Um, yeah. With some twins from back home to yeah, the voice. Right. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. So there were a lot of opportunities, but, um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, where I am today, <laughs> that's amazing. I'm who I am because of the decisions, you know. I love and, it. And um, yeah, 
Man, well, well, it was tough. It's it, it, it was it's so crazy to think like if you would have been married at that point, it would, it would have been really hard to do. Maybe yes. I don't know, not impossible, but hard to do. Yeah. And it's like you didn't know Tessa then, mm-hmm. and you do know. T- it's just like you just never know like where yeah. you'd be now if things would have been different. So yep. I, th- yeah. I just, I just love to see where you're at now. Yeah. It seems like knowing you personally. It's just such a cool season that you're in right now. And we'll talk a little bit more about what that so looks like. So we got to like. talk about the show two weeks ago. We got to talk about the show two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We, we, just had, we just came off of a couple crazy stretches of touring. And we did a lot of it together. And we did a festival a few weeks ago. We talked about that on the podcast. It was a blast. So much fun. It was so, it was so much fun that we got to do that together, dude. That was a cool opportunity. And then just... Was it two Thursdays ago two already? Two weeks ago today. Two yeah. weeks ago today, we did the fourth annual concert in the cul-de-sac. And what that is, it's a show in Woodbury, Minnesota at your house, Dad. It's a, it, yep. it's in your cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. And it's the fourth year in a row. And anyways, long story short, it's the biggest we've ever done it. We had the full show ready to go. We had an ice cream truck. We had... Um, we, our goal was last year we had like 150 ish people and my goal was 200 and we went door to door with 150 flyers and social media and we had, uh, 229 counted at the, in the property. It was unbelievable. Unreal. Just a huge, Unreal. huge success. And half and of those are from our neighborhood. Exactly. Half yeah, of it's yeah. friends and family from the cities. Half of them are people we don't know or neighbors. Um, so it was really cool and it's a cool mm-hmm. outreach just saying like, Hey, this is just a free, and it's a free event. So, I mean, it's the biggest thing is your you, dad, you and mom's connections to the neighborhood and yeah. just being relation, relational. Yeah. We don't do like a big gospel presentation even. It's just saying like, hey, come get to know us. We love yeah. you guys and we love to be here. And one of the, I mean, we got, you can check out pictures and a recap video online, but I mean, dude, your drums are such a highlight in there because it got dark <laughs> and like we yeah. have moments of just your drums lighting up and every time yeah. you so hit it, fun. it's lighting up. So, so cool. Yeah, and last year when we did it, yeah, so much programming, so much programming. And last year when when we did it, it was just the two of you with tracks. Last and, year was just the two of us because yeah. last mm-hmm. year would have been one of the so so that tour we did last year we, we called the Better Office Way tour, mm-hmm. which would had been started with seven shows and Woodbury was one of them. By the end of the year, I I counted we did it eighteen times, which is crazy. Crazy. So it's like we're still doing stuff like that. We have a gig this weekend. So yep. same thing. And now thing. they're following up a year later. Following up a year later, back, exactly. So, yep. And so sometimes we'll have a full band and sometimes still it's just the two of us, which is so much fun. Uh, but yeah, anyways, it's, uh, it was a blast and, um, and I know we talked about that. So it's fun giving you guys an update pre-show and then post-show. Yeah. It was just a, it was a dream come true for sure. Yeah, it was really great. Um, <clears throat> so, so Goose, we've got, um, we've got your music business side and now you've broken into the real estate business side. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just want Taylor to continue to lead the charge here and just segue into your relational approach to all things business, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, what that looks like for you, why it's like that for you, where that came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel, dude, I feel like you're one of the most passionate people I know, but also one of the most like ex like seriously excellent people. And like when I say you're like a perfect drummer, you put that kind of excellence into the thing that you choose to spend your time on. So when you're like, Oh, like I was, when you're saying, what do I want my drum kit to look like? I was like, imagine if you just pick like a sparkle blue drum kit and that's all I want. <laughs> like you're like unsettled with that. So there's this level of excellence you live your life with that I respect, but you're also one of the most like relational people, you know, I tell people this. So I'm like, with how excellent and like even big of a following goose has, he's like shockingly 
personal and kind because I remember getting. To I know should you. be worse. You I should, should be. be like. I was expecting you to just be like not as like friendly. And part, huh. I love how our friendships developed. So talk to like when I picture what you're passionate about. I I picture like. I picture number the the first thing is like music and real estate are like two big things that come up for me. But 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 probably something that's how do I explain it? The thing that that ties all of it together for you, I feel like is you're so relational, right? So talk to us a little bit about like the real estate journey specifically when it comes to relationship because I remember mm-hmm. literally starting to, you just were oozing it. You were so excited. And then I yep. would start to ask you questions. I was like, maybe I should buy a house. And then talk to me about how that works with your friends and family and how that passion came about. Yeah. Um, wow. There's a lot there. And yeah, thank you for seriously. the kind words. You totally. guys are really generous. Yeah. Um, don't expect so, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here, I guess. Um, I think a lot of it is just not overthinking and, and just living in the moment and enjoying mm. life, like with each other. Um, mm. I, I like, there's a lot of things I think about me that I still do childish things mm-hmm. like baby talk and like yeah, funny right. jokes and like uh, a looseness to life. Um, yeah. Because I don't, I, I think I don't want it to be formal. I don't want to grow up on those things Yeah. because those things I think are um, really releasing and relieving to people yeah, and actually good. In, myself included. Um, and so there's an essence of like childish, um, mm enjoyment of life that I never want to lose. I want to have mm-hmm. fun like always. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then real estate, I had first got into just from investing and I thought, I, I felt like I just found this pot of gold of mm. um, this thing that could really help investing in real estate specifically, like really, really made a big difference on my music lifestyle, allowed me to like minimize my living expenses um, completely mm-hmm. for many years and mm-hmm. like, I just felt like I found this pot of gold that was just such an opportunity that I just wanted to share with everyone. Like, yeah, love. Right. like you know, if you found like all this, this awesome opportunity, you just, I don't know. I felt this obligation like to just cure, share it with like everyone. A cure, yeah, yeah, you like, just couldn't keep to yourself. Like, this yeah. is this awesome like yes. lifestyle you can yes. live or like I can, I feel like I can, if I share this, I can help make your life better. Yes. And, right. Um, if you want it kind mm-hmm. of thing. So um, that's a lot of just my excitement. And you mentioned like oozing. So I'm yeah. just so passionate about that right now. And I never envisioned it. It feels like a boring thing at coming from music. It's like mm-hmm. a cool thing to do. Well, growing up, it's only doing music. Sounds boring. Yeah, yeah, right. totally. Um, but now it's just naturally, like, I think everyone wants to spend time doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, no one wants to worry about money, you know, like it's, it's just, uh, something that can help with that. And mm-hmm. that's where I see a lot of benefit with that. And uh, real estate is all about um, relationship. And I found, I think music too, business, like mm-hmm. <laughs> people are where money comes from. So like, yeah, you, if you don't, you know, know people or, yeah. or give value to yeah. people, um, they're not going to give you money. So I think like understanding that on a deeper level and mm-hmm. embracing it and not even for money, but just there's a fulfillment uh, to yeah. just like getting to know people and how unique and awesome people yeah. are. And last night, even out to eat, there was an old um, waiter. Um, I was at the Little Oven in St. Paul, amazing mm-hmm. place. And there was so much to her. I could wow. not believe it. Like she's from New York. She's a great grandma. She's wow. been to New York 26 times. Wow. And like how many opportunities do we miss to yeah. get to know like yeah. These, how unique everyone is around us and how loving they are. And like, we yes. got to hear about her passions and her career and stuff too. So, but I, I just 
trying to recognize that and live in that more of just like embracing others. Cause it feels amazing when people do that to me too. hundred percent. As That's, you guys are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not only do we say that, uh, you know, is that the purpose of life is relationship, but it's like, we all long for connection. Like mm-hmm. we're not created to do it alone. I want to hit on something huge that you said. And we were, we were talking about this dad, like uh, beforehand, like what, I mean, I feel like you, you talked about, it's not, you know, relationship isn't just taking advantage of people for money. You, you said that in, in fewer words, but, and, and along with that, I feel like I've also seen in you like a, like a disdain for like, if something's like wrong or like messed up, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that just rubs you the wrong way. And I, I feel like that is, that is because you have like this genuine like desire to connect with people. So talk to us a little bit about like the, the, the potential that people in business have to just, Oh, relationship is a means to an end for me because that means more money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I have to be relational and put on the game face Mm -hmm. to get you to do my deal. Like there's tons of that in the marketing and business world. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about like, I, um, how, how relationship, I guess like if someone were listening to this and they're like, yikes, that I can do that. Like I might, I might be doing that. You know what I mean? Like what's, how have you seen in your own experience and maybe a little pointer for somebody out there saying like, actually this is a good way or how I've just seen like to actually allow it to be genuine and not just like a means to an end. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, um, my mind is going to like negotiating and Mm -hmm. leverage. Yes. And I think to, I think the like core of loving someone is not trying to get something from them. Um, yeah, it's so good. And it has to be genuine and you can't yeah. fake that. And right. People see right through that. Right. Like when you, you know, want something from them or trying to sell them on something or yep. um, whatever. So uh, that makes life a lot easier if you just let it go mentally. Um, if you have like a big sales call or like whatever your workplace is, cashier, like, mm-hmm. and it, I really think it relates to every, mm-hmm. every workplace. Um, hmm. and just letting that go, but in an intelligent way too, like if your job is sales, <laughs> you also want to want to be yeah. a steward of that right. and, and do a good job and be excellent in whatever you do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think just being like genuine and you sleep better at night when you're fulfilled, you know, yep. living with integrity. I think about what, um, the pastor of my church has been saying lately. Um, my pastors have been saying like, Hey, Sunday is not, is not the main event for us going Mm -hmm. out into your workplace on Monday is the main event and you don't Mm -hmm. have to be a pastor do it. And I'm just, I'm just hearing you say so much worship is life lingo. Mm -hmm. Like what he's saying is whatever your workplace is like, it's not just about like, it's not just about, you know, making the sale. It's like, it's like you will be more fulfilled. They will be more fulfilled. There'll be genuine connection. You might even find a friend. And we ask Jesus, you talk about this in your teachings that worship is life teachings. Like the, the greatest commandment is love the Lord, your God with everything you've got. The second is like the first love your neighbor as yourself. And, and that's the, the worship is life lingo. And that's what yeah. he's talking about. Yeah. And when I hear you talk about this in the context of business um, and even just the motivation and then where does that come from? Uh, but then, you know, people are in it, you know, I think we're, I think we've come to a place where all businesses, um, sports, all businesses, you know, everybody like recognizes that it's got to be about relationship, but then you still have those 
where the bottom line is still money and mm -hmm. you leverage relationship for money. And when I, you know, I think about a couple of examples of that uh, to put that contrast against each other mm -hmm. is like in two of my favorite Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. um, when I think of A Christmas Carol with Scrooge mm -hmm. and his first boss, Fezziwig. And Fezziwig was like, he really was, he had a great business, successful business. He was all about like relationship. Mm -hmm. And when Scrooge and Marley tried to get him to go a different direction, he was like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about the people. It's yeah. about the people. Yeah. Well, eventually they threw him under the bus and bought him out. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and we see what happened to Marley mm -hmm. <laughs> and Scrooge's whole journey. And, but then my, another movie, um, can't wait for the Christmas season. Cause then Seriously, we get to pull out our movies, movies. Get to pull, out our movies yeah. pull out our movies. And then, uh, then Miracle on 34th street, where we got Chris Kringle who gets hired by Macy's to be their Santa Claus. And he starts telling people to go to other stores to mm. get uh, better prices on certain things Seriously. or even better quality. And one of them was a pair of ice skates over at Gimbel's, which is their <laughs> like their their biggest competitor. competitor yeah. um, and so then Macy and Gimbel, they're like, all of a sudden they start seeing dollar signs connected right. to right. the strategy of sending people oh, to other stores. So it's like, yeah, we're going to make it look like they're telling all the promoters, make it look like this is what we're all about yet for them. Yeah. It was about the bottom line. Yeah, it was about right. so the marketing just, side of it. There's so much mystery into like you know where each individual comes from, and so so goose. Like, can you like? Do you think you can put your finger on like how your why was developed in this way? Like when mm. you look back on life, your family, your you know your relationship with God. Like when you think back on that, what what were some of the things that brought you to be the person you are? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big one. He said, whoa. My, my brain right now is, is just thinking the importance of win-wins um, mm -hmm. and how like literally together our life, our, both of our lives can be better. Yes. One party and another party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's and, good. And like just getting I'm married. I'm not taking advantage of you. Yes. Yeah, we're both benefiting. Like let's only do this business or this relationship or this opportunity if it's a win-win for both of us. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just getting married, like my life is so much better now with yeah. with mm -hmm. Tessa mm -hmm. and, and hopefully hers is better yeah, as well. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah. Um, so I'm really, that's what I'm most reminded of. And it's so fulfilling to see the reward and experience the reward, whatever, you know, spiritually, relations, mm -hmm. relationally, mm -hmm. financially. Yeah. Um, by improving each other's lives. And mm. I think, I mean, like the Owl City opportunity, for mm -hmm. example, that was a big moment for me where that actually stemmed from a relationship I had um, in a in a very like different band, um, Michelle uh -huh. Stevens from NCU. Oh, yeah. Um, I had done, like drove like two hours to Brainerd or something for a, a gig and met like the guitarist. Um, who later got asked to be a part of Owl City. So those relationships mm. were just as valuable and landed, you know, relationships you never would think um, that can be these massive win-wins um, were. So mm. I think that was a big wake-up call to me experiencing for myself um, where like, wow, every relationship matters mm. here mm. Um, for me and others. But that was one, you know, I got a massive benefit from that and that felt amazing. Mm -hmm. But now it's really fun to like share the pot of gold, yeah. <laughs> you know, having right. opportunities and being able yeah. to share them and um, help people win kind of thing. It's yeah. really, really fulfilling. That's amazing. Well, it's really beautiful to be able to, to recognize that because you can, you can live through those experiences, but recognizing 
the value of how that happened and then continuing to pursue that. Like that's a deeper, that's a deeper thing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, kudos to you and God bless you for, for being able to recognize that um, and, and live that and live that out um, and, and reap the fruit of it, you know, cause yeah, I appreciate uh, it. yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, man. I, uh, I love it. I had a, I had a thought here. Uh, we might, those Christmas movies were actually getting me thinking we might have to do a, uh, a Christmas, a Christmas episode where we talk about our favorite worship is life Christmas movies. Yeah, That'd be sure. pretty fun. Give people a list of movies to go through and think, well, well, um, goose, it's been fun having you here. And before we let you go, you may or may not be familiar with the um, third member of our honor- honorary member of our podcast, but he was really excited. I was talking to him just on the phone this morning. No way. Um, and he was really excited. So Goose, the drummer, you're on with Billy Bob McCall. Goose? Yeah? Is this the famous Goose the drummer? <laughs> this is. Oh, my, my, my. Now, I got to tell you, I've met a lot of Gooses in my life. <laughs> But there's all the feathered ones that end up on the dinner plate, you know. So this is the first time I met a human goose. And I'm so excited and so honored to be talking to you. Now, let me just say, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. And for example, when I was was searching, you know, when I was stalking you on the Internet, you know, the once a month when we get Internet where I live, I was stalking you and just looking at some things. And, um, and uh, man, I, I, I don't know how many people really know about this, but I discovered that, you know, several years ago, you had quite a following of <laughs> the younger girls with some of the, some of the first oh, music no. you ever put together and put out there. Um, I don't want to give away any names because I don't know if you want people really trying to look it up because, <laughs> you know, it was, you, you know, you were just a youngin' back then. Anyway, come youngin', on, come on, talk, talk to me a little uh, bit yeah. about that. Come on. Yes. So <laughs> what Billy Bob is saying here, <laughs> let me, let me translate here. Uh, <laughs> Is uh man eight or nine years ago, a uh, buddy of mine um, and I were he was getting into music and I was getting into business um, and he did business really well. I did I thought I did music. You did music really well, yeah. Yeah, so we we were kind of sharing and bonding, and he he was like, dude, you gotta check out this new app called Musically, mm-hmm. which is now TikTok. Now so TikTok. We, I total credit to that friend. Um, and he just found it so early and was so, he's just a genius friend of mine. So uh, we started posting videos on this app that's got all this new hype. And um, we started falling in love with just like making goofy videos mm-hmm. seemed to do the best. And then there was a way to get like featured on there. We saw like the, all the featured videos were getting like 70,000 likes. And we're like, Crazy. whoa, this is so new. Wow. That's impressive. Was- <laughs> Especially back then. I mean, that's impressive. Billy Bob, have you ever seen 70,000 of anything? Well, goose, goose, gooses. I've seen 70,000 gooses, but other than that, I don't gooses, think so. Gooses, gooses. <laughs> Not geese, gooses. Gooses. What's, it, a, what's a geese? Uh, don't worry about it's it. It's another okay. animal. Okay. Talk about it later. Um, but yeah, we, we grew that um, and had like 80,000 followers in, within and you the span were singing, of like less right? than a year. Yeah, that I was, was singing. Like a, it was so, the first five songs yeah, 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 I ever was. wrote. So I, cool. 
released him on an EP, and uh, <laughs> you're never going to find him. Yeah, it's secret in the, in the outer space somewhere <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh, Well, thanks for that. Sorry for putting that little corner there, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sharing. That, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, okay. One last thing when I was stalking you. I saw Uh-oh. that you jumped out of an airplane. I did. I mean, come on. What? Who is crazy enough <laughs> to jump? I mean, how? Like, when I think about that, I don't think I could literally at the second do the jump. I mean, what was that? Why was do you want to do that? What was it like in that moment when yeah. you had to jump? Yeah. Oh man, that moment was terrifying, and I fortunately was strapped into it. <laughs> my instructor who did the jumping, so I was just just a, a flailing corpse. Along for the him. ride, yeah. you're just along for the ride. I was along for the ride at a family reunion in Colorado. We'd like just pulled past it and we had some empty time the next day. You weren't planning on doing it. Wasn't planning on doing it. And we didn't tell my mom, which I still kind of regret. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my. Mama didn't know. Mama didn't know. Mama Goose did not know. And you're still breathing. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So we went the next day and, uh, on the way down. So my instructor rolls me out of the, um, the like tiny little plane and, Get that I'm six two and my instructor was about five six. Oh, so I'm like way bigger. Man. Oh man, crazy! It was oh, just a man, weird sight to see. And uh, we're flopping out of this plane, <laughs> like, and he pulls the chute, and there's two straps, one on each of his shoulders, one on his left, one on his right, and they got crisscrossed. So what? the chute went up, and we slowed down, and I'm like celebrating, like, woohoo! This is awesome! Right. Oh, look at the view. And I found out later in the video, there's a video of it, um, and basically they were crisscrossed and he couldn't untie them for, uh, it was like 30, 60 seconds where we were just, we're slowly spiraling and he couldn't oh, steer man. it. So we you didn't really know field. anything was wrong? I had no and idea. Oh, I was like man. celebrating. I was so oh, naive. Well, that's just like, this is awesome. Wow, wow. Otherwise, I think he would have seen your life flash in front yeah. of you. Can you imagine 30 to 60 seconds of just like, this is go- this is not working. Mm-hmm. Like that. That mm. kind of, I'm it was slow to, spinning, oh, so it, it felt like, like how worried, why is he just turning? <laughs> like, how worried was he later on when he told you? How worried was he? You can see his face in the video. He was he was stressed, and he was oh, not man. really laughing he goes, much Because he knows after. I have a certain amount of time to figure this out. Yep. Like, oh, there's this man, big deal. oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. It was a rough day for him because the person before him puked on him, <laughs> so oh, he had to actually man. change right before yeah, uh, he took me out. Okay, so. that's not worth it. Yeah. That's not worth it. <laughs> It was pretty wow. crazy. You're wow. saying, Billy Bob, at our next family reunion, you don't want to jump out of a plane? I ain't ever jumping out of a plane. <laughs> I won't even jump out of the deer stand for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Start well, small. That, work your way up. Work those are great up. stories. Those are great. Man, I, yeah, it's been just a pleasure talking to you, Goose. It's been, been great. Appreciate it. Well, anyways, I don't, know if, I don't know if Billy Bob would ever imagine talking to somebody with uh, such... Such a famous person, Goose. That's a pretty big know. deal for for a I Billy Bob know. McCall like that. For That's sure. crazy. I don't, like, the reason I said seventy thousand is I don't think he's ever seen a room of seventy thousand people 
or a dollar amount of <laughs> anyways That's anyways sure. hey it's just been fun to have you here man thanks for coming mm -hmm. over thank you thank we you. love when we get to have our guests be in person uh and uh, oftentimes we have it on the phone but this is special for us and uh excited to see what's next for you i'm really excited for the season uh for you and tessa and what's next and just believing for the best man it's gonna be good appreciate yeah, it drummer.com at goose the drummer check him out check Instagram, him out check YouTube, him out tiktok and uh we'll see you there you guys rule. Thanks for having me. Yep. Talk to you later. Thanks, man. You know the drill. We got some links in the description of this podcast. You can check out Goose at Goose the Drummer or GooseTheDrummer.com. You can click my links to find my new music, and you can always head to Worship His Life for more resources and information. My name is Goose the Drummer, and you're listening to the Worship is Life podcast.